are tuned in to the Bridal Extravaganza podcast. For over 35 years, we've helped engaged couples in Southeast Texas plan their dream weddings. You can learn from the millions of couples who've come before you. On this podcast, we'll introduce you to the wedding and event professionals who can make your dreams come true. Wedding and event planning can be easy and fun. Stay tuned. Okay, Pam. So... Tell us a little bit about your business. Tell us what you do. Um, my business is wedding planning, and I have um, three wedding planners. All of my wedding planners are in our business. We plan weddings. They can be destination or um, right here. But all of our wedding planners are also uh, travel agents, certified travel agents, and wedding planners, certified wedding planners. Um, and then I have um, eight wedding assistants. So um, we can do weddings anywhere at all. Um, we're in the, our, our office is in the Sugarland area, but we've done weddings in Houston, Sugarland, Richmond, Comfort, Schulenburg, Cancun, Cabo, Wallaceville, Columbus, all around. Great. Now, for those who might not understand, why is that so different than most other wedding planners? Because I'll just tell you, when you called several years ago and said you also had travel agents on staff, I, I was impressed, A, and I thought, why didn't I think of that? You know, it's just a great combination. And I know mm -hmm. that I don't really know if any of your competitors do that. Can you explain why that might be important? That's really important to me because we want to serve our couples conclusively. And even if you're staying right local to where you live to have your wedding, there's going to be people coming from out of town. So we want to be able to give you full service of, and it's, and we do not charge anything for setting up room blocks and getting uh, things arranged for the bride for their out of town guests. Or if the bride wants to take the whole wedding somewhere else, we can totally arrange that. And then there's the other side of the honeymoon. Um, so we want to be able to um, give that full service and really cater to our bride. So I, I have all of my wedding planners also be travel agents. I have to ask Pam, was this your idea? Because it's so creative. Or did you see this somewhere else? Or did you hear about it? Or I didn't see it anywhere else. I myself am a travel agent and a wedding planner and it just comes in so handy that I thought, well, I want everybody who's on my team um, to be the same. I, I just feel strongly about that. I love it. So, <laughs> so, so take us back to when you started the business. You, you weren't, you haven't been doing this for, you know, all your whole life. What were you doing before this? And um, what finally gave you the courage to start this? Before I became a wedding planner, I was in education, uh, taught, um, in, taught elementary for many, many years. Um, I hate to say how many years, but I'm not gonna <laughs> a ask. lot of years. <laughs> um, and, and I'm just a really people person and organization is 
something that's very fun to me. But more than that, the part about the wedding planning, the reason that I went into wedding planning is because I heard myself and my husband heard me say over and over again, every time a friend or a family member was planning a wedding, oh my gosh, I want to, I'm going to call them and see if I can help because I love helping and I want to help plan. And I just love the whole aspect of planning it and pulling it together and bringing together beautiful designs and and people having fun just the I, my my biggest joy is when we get to the wedding and everyone is having a good time and if there is any little hiccup at all which there's no such thing as a wedding without a hiccup that for me to take care of it or my wedding planners to take care of it so that the bride gets to just really truly take in the day and enjoy every bit of that very special day it sounds like you've got the passion and you've got to have the passion that's so it's so great to hear oh, um you. during the course of running this very creative business that I love so much. Have you had an aha moment where things just really clicked? An aha moment. Well, you know what? I'm so romantic. Uh, I, it, 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 it never fails. There's been so many different kinds of ways that the vows have been said, but it, it's, it's, I don't know if, if you would call it the aha moment, but it's the part that I get chills every time. Um, I just love the part where they say I do. I just absolutely love it. It's, there's no, there's nothing, anything like that in the world. <laughs> awesome. So speaking of being organized, of course, wedding planners have to be super organized. Do you have any tips or tricks for people out there to stay organized? Yes. I, well, first of all is to have a plan. Um, and that like by a plan, I mean, uh, it's kind of like it's pacing yourself and, and it, it, I guess I don't, I don't want to compare. I'm just trying to find something to compare it to because I'm also a runner and marathon person. And so you can't just show up on the day of, and you have to have planned things out. And, and so to have your checklists, the checklists are the most valuable thing to know, like six months out, we need to be doing X, Y, Z five months out, we need to be doing um, that type of organization is extremely important. And that helps also to keep from being overwhelmed. And one really big, huge piece of advice that I give every single bride is when you're making your plans, plan to be finished planning two weeks before, because I really want them to have that last two weeks to just take a deep breath, enjoy their fiance and and know that they're ready and rest and and be ready for their day. So um, that that's where organization is key because and, and having a planner, even if you're organized yourself, when it's your wedding, your emotions are high and in your stress is more, and it's just really helpful to have somebody else um, who's guiding the ship and saying, okay, now it's time to do this, now it's time to do that. And, there's so many details. Keeping track of those details is important. Um, what is your favorite app? Are you, is everything on your phone these days? I just imagine a planner, like my vision uh -huh. of a planner is that you're just da -da 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 all the time, you know, uh -huh. with your phone. I have, I have two um, apps that I, well, 
I use the IO Planner and I use um, Timeline Genius. Those two are very, very, very helpful. Okay, I've heard a lot about both of those, so that sounds uh -huh. good. And are you finding when you have a bride, are they, is it super easy for them to catch on since those aren't programs that they would be using in their normal life? Yes, when um, my, all of my checklists, uh, I customize them to the bride, but I've got the skeleton of them. Um, when they go in, when, when they hire us, they get their own spot in the aisle planner. They get, to in, they get invited in. Um, depending on what they've asked us to take care of for them, there's budgeting. They can keep track of their budget, keep track of all their invoices, keep track of if they're on, on target with their budget. There's always the checklist. There's a design studio in there where, and it's very, very user friendly. And I just hop on with them uh, in, a, in a call uh, or uh, a video chat and work through it if there's any issues. I really haven't had anybody have a hard time getting around in there it's very very user friendly great 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 so how do you uh, for yourself and also for the business stay on top of all the trends in weddings i read a lot um i do a lot of reading and um mostly that's the way and i also i'm a member of a very large um wedding planning group there are 4,000 wedding planners and we talk to each other all the time. And so we are a huge resource to each other. And so between the reading and talking to my wedding planning group, we, we hear about what's new all the time. And so um, as far as reading, are you talking about blogs? Do you have any favorite ones or favorite magazines or that you might recommend? I'm talking about magazines. Um, I I really like the knot. I especially like it this month because they featured one of my weddings this month. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> That's Thank exciting. You. Thank wow. you. Thank you. It's a wedding that I did um, in March a year ago. It was a really fun one. So, oh, uh, what a what a breath of fresh air! I'm sure that was to see yes. that. You know, just yes. like oh, back when we had never heard of all the things we're doing back when I didn't know what social distancing was right <laughs> we could actually say in the simpler days <laughs> oh my 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 that's exciting that's exciting mm -hmm. um how about and um, are there any important trends that you that you see now like something that brides love that you love to or just you know over time like your favorite trend ever was well you know it really every bride is so unique um, and that's one of the things that I really focus on for their wedding is bringing in the traditions that that they want or that are from their family. Um, so th that's the part that I like. That's the part that makes every wedding completely different is um, I have one couple where um, they, they literally have not been in the United States for very long and they're bringing over family from Ireland, one's from Ireland and one is from New Zealand and they're, and so they're, they're not going to have a cake. They're having this um, dessert that they have from their, so I love that type of thing where we really customize. Um, right now, the, the, actually the, the biggest trend right now is, is live streaming weddings if they can't invite people that's that's the biggest stream right now and how did okay. you adapt how did you adapt to that and do you think that's going to continue even as travel opens up 
I think it will, like one of the things that um, wedding planners have done is, because um, we're always wanting to um, customize things for our brides. And so the um, pop-up weddings. Yeah. Yeah. is the new new thing and I really do think it's going to stay incorporated um you know I I know everybody's going to love getting back to being able to get together the way we used to but I think that this will give this has given us lots of new ideas and ways to incorporate maybe family members that are in a situation where they they're, they're too elderly to fly or something like that and can't be there in person. We will have ways now to bring in people, to let them be a part of the fun without them being there. I think that part might stay. Good, 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 good. And how about selling to millennials? Most of your brides are millennials mm -hmm. and everyone says, you know, they're, they're their own breed. How, mm -hmm. any strategies or comments about just in general millennials? Um, the biggest thing, that I see is a way of communicate with millennials is Instagram is just so much on Instagram and quick uh, pieces of information that are useful. So putting out those very quick, useful pieces of information and making sure that I'm always available by text um, and in uh, ways that they can communicate to me quickly. Mm -hmm. In fact, that was my next question was just about social media. What have, what social media strategies have you used at your company and, and how have they worked? Well, we have a Facebook page and we have the Instagram and really Instagram is where I do a lot of posting and um, reaching out to other vendors in the business, vendors that I know, vendors I've worked with. Um, I, I post at different times on different days and make sure that I'm staying current. I'm talking about the new trends and, um, and I do, I can't help it. I share so much about my brides. I just love them. And so I share all kinds of pictures of them at their wedding, which I just, I just love doing. Awesome. Awesome. Um, it's a big topic in your market, I know, so I just love your feedback on a day of coordinate, like the difference between a day of coordinator and a complete planning package and how you help brides work through that and what your recommendations are. Well, and you know, it's funny because I wanted, I, I, I the difference, the biggest difference to me, I, I got very analytical about this one time. It's like the day of is going to be where the bride plans 80% of it and I do 20% of it, which is the 20% the day of that they're getting married. They can't do that part. So I'm there and I, I orchestrate their plan. And then um, I have another plan that is a package that I call it, the, it's like they do 60%, I do 40%. That has, uh, it's a basic planning where I do um, the big chunks for them and they fill in the little pieces. And then there's another package I have where they do 40% of the planning and uh, I do 60% of the planning, always with their approval and everything else. That's my premium planning package. And then there's the all in where I do, uh, they don't, they do 20% of the planning, I do 80%, always with their approval and them their oversight. But they're busy at work, they've got a job that they can't 
take the time to go look at things or compare comparison shop, I do that for them. Okay, and what's your most popular package? Actually, uh, the, the day of is the most popular one. So you think um, girls are just, I mean, it's, I guess it's hard to say, but I mean, do you think they just really want to have their hands in that planning? I mean, it's good they know they can't do it all. Thank God, right? Uh -huh. Thank God they realize yes. that. Yes. Um, some of it, I think, is the bride not realizing how much there is to do because there's been plenty of times where they start off with the day of and then they go, oh, okay now uh, i need more help <laughs> and then pump it up to uh another package um but i but generally uh, the bride usually comes in either as a, a day of or they come in saying okay i want you to do everything i know for sure just do it all mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so there's more of those two than than the middle ones and um getting back to the travel a little bit um, any tips for destination weddings, how to maybe make them be seamless? Um, it, it, part of it is, the big part of it is the planning, but what really helps is to have a travel agent to, um, make all, to make the group, uh, travel, uh, spot and, and then everybody is communicating through one person then all of the guests get in the same area of the hotel or the resort together they get on the same excursions together and it's more of a a group feeling than if people are coming in on their own trying to figure things out um, uh, the other thing to make travel or a destination wedding very um, seamless is if the if the place you are going does not have a coordinator and there's a diff there's a pretty big difference between a coordinator and a day of planner because the day of planner is going to pull together like look at all your contracts that you've signed and and pull together and communicate with everybody and time everything out the coordinator is there to take care of but mostly the venue and keep the venue on track um, and so it, it is still important to have a planner at a destination wedding to pull all the details together like how are all the guys going to get their tuxedos are they going to get them here are they going to get them there and how are they going to get them turned in it's those details like that that can turn into very um time consuming or um possibly upsetting things if they don't go the way you need them to go or like in your example there if they don't know how to do that and they don't get returned on time and then there's extra fees or things mm -hmm. get lost and then you're charged mm -hmm. and i mean you can't think that groomsmen are going to be thinking about that because yeah that's just the last not. thing on their mind they've just been at a wonderful wedding and yeah that's the last thing that they're worried about yeah yeah so let's say uh one of my listeners has a business plan and they're they're going to be a new wedding planner, but they still have their full-time job and you know they're a little bit scared. What would you say to them? What would you say to the budding new business owner? Just some tips from, from your experience. Um, for starting off new as a wedding planner, mm -hmm. um, I would say to shadow somebody that you know that's in the business and go with them to a wedding so they can see the kinds of things that are happening behind the scenes that they would not have known about otherwise. I would also very much say get certified. 
because there is where you learn a lot of things that are going to keep you from going through the mistakes before um, before you learn them. <laughs> and, and it gives you um, a community to lean on and get support from. Because if we, when you have a group of very experienced people that you can talk to at any time, you're golden. Because anything that comes up, you're like, okay, guys, what about this? Oh, okay. And then you're done. And you got it. And you go. And you, and you get it done. Which really would be true in any industry, but it's so good to hear that you're in a very supportive industry where there's a lot of sharing. I think you don't always find that, you know, yeah. in, in certain industries. So, but, but the wedding industry is so full of love. It would have to be that way, right? How about <laughs> some, some tips for brides? Is there something you wish every bride knew or is like, because you've been doing this, because people always ask me like, what are your tips? And, you know, I look back on my, just my own wedding or on mm -hmm. all the things that I've had brides tell me. And mm -hmm. I'm always like, well, first I would buy, I would get a wedding planner. <laughs> that's, yes. all, that's usually what I say. Cause that's the number one thing brides tell us is the number one thing we hear. Um, mm -hmm. but how about for you? Like just assume they have a wedding planner. What are uh -huh. some other tips? Um, take really good care of yourself throughout the process. It's so easy to get caught up in what kind of linens, oh, those flowers, but I don't like these flowers or these flowers are too expensive. And then things kind of get wound up tight. And if you're not taking really good care of yourself, you could just get really worn down. Um, and so it, that's another thing I tell my brides that two weeks before the wedding is all for them. This is the time to pamper yourself, get lots of sleep, and believe it or not, drink water because water does two things. It reduces your stress, but also makes your skin look better for the day of. And, um, and, and just, just be in the moment. And when you've got things taken care of around you with the wedding planner, then you, you can be right there in the moment and just take it all in. Take in the whole, the smells and the, 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 all the people. Look at all the faces of all the people who've come here to share this day with you and just really take it all in. Don't let it rush past you like a blink of an eye because this is, this is your wedding day. That was beautiful. Thank you, Pam. And <laughs> um, how can our listeners reach you to book you? Um, to book me, they could reach me at eventserendipity.com. Um, they could also um, reach me at 713-330-6428. Um, Facebook, it's Event Serendipity LLC. And on Instagram. And is there anything else that you feel is important that we need to know about your business that, that didn't come up? Everyone on my team is all in. I have the most wonderful team at Event Serendipity. We, everybody is just as excited about weddings as I am and creative and works well together and reaches out. Like when we're at a wedding, um, there's, you know, all kinds of little things that are being happening. Things are being set on the tables and foods being made and the DJs setting up and all of that. And they're so attentive. I just really, really think that that is another big part of our success is how, how the people on our, on my team just 
really love being there. And how did you do that? How did you find people that could be as all in as you? Because you don't hear that very often. Well, you know what? Okay, I prayed. <laughs> you prayed for them and they came? I, I, was, I started this business and I thought, okay, now who's going to help me? when I go and I had like no idea and I started making lists of people I could approach and I was so worried about that piece and I prayed about it and people started calling me. Isn't that amazing? The it power was, of prayer. It was amazing. People started calling me. So I think that's just a beautiful story and a great way to end it. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank and you so we much appreciate for we appreciate having you at the Bridal Extravaganza and we appreciate having you here on the podcast and we appreciate your time because I know time is very valuable. So thank you. And thank you to all of our listeners. Thanks for joining the Bridal Extravaganza podcast. And this is Lorette Varis. Are you an entrepreneur or small business owner who depends on the wedding industry to make a living? If so, you are invited to join over 350 regional companies at the Bridal Extravaganza Show in Houston, Texas. At our two-day live event, you'll meet face-to-face -face with engaged couples who are ready to book your product or service. Log on to bridalextravaganza.com to learn more about our upcoming events.